Alright, so I've been thinking about the podcast and putting some things together. Episode three is gonna be a little bit different. Um, I feel like my first my first episode gave you guys a good idea of who I am, and even if it's not a great idea, as you continue to listen, you'll learn more about me. Second episode gave some good pointers all around, but I want to take a focus on what I love. You feel me? And that's what this episode is going to be. I love trading. That's me. And it's for people who might be in the same predicament as I am. So that's what we're going to zone in on. I told you guys a little bit about what got me into trading. And you know exactly my story about how I did it. But I want to tell you guys about some of the things that might be drawing you towards trading. What's something healthy that's drawing you towards it versus unhealthy. And you know the real risk that you have, you know, the dangers of trading alongside the good things from trading as well. So first thing is why do you want to trade? Like nobody was born and just said, hey, I'm going to be a trader. Now, it might be actually a few people who are literally just born and think, you know, I want to be a trader. I want to do stocks. I want to invest money and deal with money for as long as time tells. Okay. But for most of us, the money is what caught our attention. But once we actually heard about it and started to read about it and learn about it, it was the freedom that trading offer people or it offers us that pretty much is what attracts us so much to it. Um, it's a type of freedom that we wish we had since we were younger. Like imagine as a kid, if you got to do everything you wanted to do. Now, yes, that would come with some big consequences, which trading does do that sometimes. But you will feel a little bit more fulfilled because you got to experience everything that you wanted to versus being told no without knowing why. Or some whoever you know your parent or guardian was, your life was basically in their hands. So you had to do what they told you to do, even when you wanted to do something else. And sometimes we did what we wanted to do and it ended up with us gaining an experience, whether they're good or bad, alongside the trouble that comes with not doing what the person who is in complete control of your life is essentially is telling you to. You know, um, we just have something inside of us that draws us to certain things. I feel like everybody can relate to just one moment where you've seen something, you just wanted to know what it was like. For some people, it's learning something new, a new food, a new language, a new couch, a new phone, a new tablet. And something draws you to it, some inner force. And sometimes you have to tell yourself no, but trading is so attractive because in trading, you're never going to be told no. Unless it's the weekend, then that's when the markets are closed and that's the only time they'll say, no, you can't trade. But any other time, the market never tells you no. 24-7, no matter when you up, no matter when you sleep, you can always get up, put a trade in, stay in it as long as you want, and take it out when you feel necessary. For people who've been working for a while and then been introduced to trading, trading basically has that same effect. It's the freedom, except in this case, Instead of wanting freedom from the offset, like some of the younger generation who's in the trading, you want to get your freedom back. You've been in that situation. You've had a boss and seen 
how they can switch things up on you last minute, risking your livelihood based on decisions that you had nothing to do with. And then, hold on, I got a little, I'll check you guys, <laughs> bear with me, y'all. We was on getting your freedom back. But you, you've had that taste of somebody else being in control of your life. And even when you try to position it in your mind to where you are in control, it's always one or two situations that prove to you that you aren't. And trading attracted you because not to say that you feel like you're better than anybody, but you feel like you're better than the situation that you are currently in. And you probably looked at it, well, if I learn this skill, if I manage to teach myself this skill, Nobody will ever be in control of my time, my life, or my money ever again. And I don't know about the rest of you guys, but that sounds pretty good to me. So I feel like that's enough right there as far as why trading is so attractive. Now, with all of that freedom, it still comes negative. Like when you have a potential for an unlimited amount positive freedom you always got to flip the page because right there on the back is also potential danger potential negative risk you know you dreaming about growing your account from 2,000 to a million you also got to understand that loss come with that what happens if you lose that 2,000 before you ever make a profit Not saying you gotta be negative or think negative, but I'm saying you have to consider every possible scenario so that it doesn't come to you as a surprise. Um, one of the dangers of trading is what it does to your mind. It really makes your brain function at the simplest of states when you think about it. Now, for the people who are traders or who have done some trading, you might be saying, what is he talking about? No, I've never felt the way I felt about anything when I lose a trade or something like that. So I'm going to just run it. I'm, when I say simplest states, I mean simple as in you did something, which was put in a trade. Something bad happened. You lost the trade. You get angry. You get upset. You start to question your trading. Your psychology is not right. So maybe you revenge trade or maybe you just blow your whole account in that one trade but you get mad you do the same thing again but feel like if you do it knowing more this time it won't go wrong but you never created a plan you never created a set of rules for yourself because you had the freedom to keep doing it without rules you lose a trade or let's say you win a trade and then you lose everything after that. Now you're angry again and you're stuck in a cycle. When I say the simplest of terms, we go through life with so many emotions that we can't always define every single day. But when it comes to trading, you know exactly why you feel the way you feel. And you're not wrong for that. But that's not going to work in the market. You literally have to be able to control how you feel. And the crazy thing is, it's going to go from you teaching yourself that only on the charts to that being a part of your life. Like anybody who's traded, whether you've thought about this before or you haven't, sit back and really think, how is my trading? Am I profitable? Am I consistently getting wins? Not, I'm not saying you win every time, but 
is your win percentage higher than your lose percentage? So that means at least 50%. Or are you consistently losing? Are you only getting about 30, 25, 30% of your trades right? Or is your trading inconsistent? This week you're doing really good. Next week you're doing really well. And then compare it to your life. Are you doing anything consistently in your life? Do you have a routine? Do you wake up and work out every morning? Because I'll say, personally speaking, I didn't understand it till I took a step back and reflected. But literally, my trading results were nothing more than a reflection of how my life was going at the moment. You know, when my trading was spotty and some weeks good, some weeks bad, it came because my days were spotty. The only thing that I knew that I was doing every single day was going to work. Then I would come home, probably waste a couple hours on the couch watching TV, playing the game, drinking, possibly smoking, you know, just things that I considered fun at the time. Not worried about any of the consequences or that I was training myself to do that every single day. And that's the trap of a job. If you love your job, I'm not talking to you because it's not a trap for you. It's something that you really care about doing and you love it. If you don't love your job, that is the trap. You go to work for eight hours of your day. Um, either you have a good day and you're in a good mood or you have a bad day. And on your good days, what do you want to do when you get off? Go have a drink with friends and people you care about. On a bad day, what do you want to do? Go drink, spend time and vent about how you feel with people that you feel closely about. The thing about it is when you're working a job, and you want trading to be a career, it's not no time for that with the friends. It's okay though, they have to understand. If they're your real friends, they'll understand. They'll understand that you feel a calling to something bigger than you, that if you not hanging with me, it's not you out hanging with other people, but it's more so, and you know, you gotta grow yourself. Those are what real friends will be able to understand for you and be happy for you while you pursue that. But, one rule that I set for myself a while back is for every hour I put in at work, I got to put that same, I got to give that same amount of time to what I love, which is trading, becoming the best trader that I possibly can. It was hard at first. I'm not going to lie. Those hours at work add up. And then you just find yourself sleep or quality time or watching a movie or doing this. And I really had to break down how my time was being used. I really had to sit down and say, I have 24 hours the same way somebody else has 24 hours. The same way Swaggy C has 24 hours and he's making millions off trade. I have the same 24 hours. So not what I can do to be like him. He's my virtual mentor. And yes, I definitely look up at all his videos, all his course, everything like that. But when I told myself that it wasn't in a sense of I want to be like him. What is he doing that I'm not doing? It was, let me break down my 24 hours to find where I have time to learn enough, read enough, develop enough good habits so that I can be on that level eventually and see how far I can go from there. And I broke it down, you know, and I hope maybe me saying mine will help somebody out. When you think about it, let's say if you get a healthy amount of sleep, you get eight hours. That still leaves you 16 hours left in your day. 
Let's say you work another eight hours. That still leave you eight hours. So what are you doing with your eight hours? And when I put it that way, a lot of people are probably like, what? I have eight extra hours in my day? But you got to understand the minutes add up. When you wake up and lay in bed for 30 minutes, then you get in the shower for 30. 30. Now, showering and stuff is mandatory. So let's take that time out too. Let's say, let's say two hours. So that puts you at 14. That puts you at 14 hours for the day. Extra. Well, not eight. No, four. Look, I'm all over the place. You had 16. We take 16 was after sleep. We take two hours, which is 14 after getting ready. Then we take another eight hours on four. That still leaves you with six. About six hours. But you wake up, you lay in bed. You come home, you watch a movie. You scroll through Instagram for 15 minutes, five different times throughout the day. And then those hours go away. So I just found a routine that worked for me. And I'll actually go over my routine in another video. We are actually supposed to be talking about the dangers of trading. I got a little off topic, but you guys get the point. The danger of trading is it simplifies. Trading is simple and it takes for you to simplify everything else around you. For you to understand how trading, how simple trading can be, because as humans, we're complex, like how our body works, our heart, our brains, everything works is very complex. And that might be part of the reason that once you get older, you don't like simple things. Simple things seem like a scam to you. And if the more complex it is, the more accomplished we feel. And trading isn't one of those things. The more complicated you make trading, the more you will lose. I promise you. If you can't simplify it for yourself, you're going to have a very tough time being successful in it. And that's not to down anybody. The mind state that you need, the type of simplification you need to do to your life is not given to anybody. And if it is given, it's maybe given to one or two people. But it's more so something that you have to acquire. You have to go through it, but you first have to make sure trading is really what you want to do. And you're, and it's going to take a moment of, unless you've been born up in a family of trading, it's going to take a, a make or break moment. A moment where you might be in tears, like you might be down, depressed, like trading has you feeling like it has you feeling like it's an, if you can't do this, you know, you can't do nothing. And in that moment, you either push through and realize, you know what? I get how bad it's making me feel now, but if this is the worst I feel, and from this point forward, I get a little bit better each day at it, I know it's for me. It's worth it. Me feeling this way is worth the reward that comes with me taking the time to develop that skill or you decide there's a million other things that I could be doing in life I don't want to put the time toward trading and trading is not for me either way you could be just as successful doing what you're doing versus what I'm doing we all have different visions we all have different paths and it might just not be trading for you but you're going to have that moment and that moment will determine if you stick with it or you don't stick with it Next thing, which trade, well, not going to get to the next thing. I'm going to just basically say simplicity. If you find yourself making your trading too complicated, don't take that as I'm saying trading for you. 
If you know it's for you and you love trading, you have to find a way to make it more simple for yourself. If you have a trading plan, it's three or four pages long and it's just way too complex. Find a way to simplify it for yourself. Which parts can all fit into one? And we'll have another episode about my trading plan and how simple I made it for myself. My, my trading plan takes up one whole page, two pages in a notebook. It's like when you turn to the page, I have basically two pages, but it's one whole page. No front and back, no nothing, just one whole page. And it covers everything I need to go through and that I need to do for my trading to work out for me. Next thing about trading that is, well, I would say the last thing about trading And it might be some other reasons that other people personally have, like your schedule or a circumstance or situation might just make trading more difficult for you. But as far as the general dangers, when, like I said, the simplicity of it, if you can't handle it, it will break you every time. And two is the freedom. Yes, that's right. The same freedom that makes us want to do trading is the freedom that makes trading dangerous. Nobody goes into trading thinking that they can lose a million dollars, but everybody goes in with the mindset that they can make it. And the thing about trading is you have to have a trading plan. And for those of you who might not know exactly what a trading is plan is, if you're new or maybe you're just learning something new here. Trading plan is basically a set of rules that you follow for every single trade. And now the reason you want to follow the same set of rules for every single trade is because that's the only way you will find out if you're profitable or not. One thing that you have to understand as a trader and the people who are new to this, like you're getting, you're getting this wisdom early on. Like these are lessons that took me months to learn. So the fact that I'm telling you it before you start your journey or early onto your journey, please don't take it with a grain of salt. And if you do, you'll come back to this video sometime in the future and be like, I was right. And if you actually take what I'm saying and try to apply it, your curve might not be as steep, okay? You have to have a set of rules for yourself and follow them every time. And the reason you have to follow them every single time to figure out you know exactly how effective your trading is, is because no person can be right on any one trade. Like you can't just look at a trade and say, I know exactly what this is gonna do. Because the market has a mind of its own. Now, you can set up different indicators, psychological levels, trend lines, see um, candle patterns, have moving averages, look for moving average crossovers. You can do a lot of things to give you the best opportunity to know what it's going to do. But nobody can ever say they know what it's going to do. So the reason you want to follow the same set of rules every time is because it gives you a better probability of winning. Trading is a game of probability. Unlike your job where you get a guaranteed check for the guaranteed amount of hours you work in trading, nothing is guaranteed. Now, if you do it enough, you start to realize patterns and you're able to capitalize on those opportunities as they come along, but nobody can guarantee nothing. So the reason you wanna risk the same amount for each trade, the reason you wanna look at doing the same thing for each trade is because while for every single trade that you do, you might not be able to predict the results. Overall, you get a picture of the results. Get what I'm saying? So if I take one trade, 
I can't tell how effective my trading plan is off one trade. But if I take 15 or 20 trades and I see what my win rate is from doing that same thing over and over, that lets me know if my trading plan is effective or not. If you can win 55, if you can win 45, 50% of your trades with a 1 to 2.5 or 1 to 3 ratio, you will be in profit. And that's what I, that goes back to the simplicity. I'm making it sound simple and it is simple. Once you're doing it and through the motions, the complexity will come to you. Figure out how to make the complexity of toning down the way you feel, what you deal with, and don't make trading more complicated than it is. But without that freedom, you can make a lot of money, but you can also lose a whole lot of money. And that is where you would at least need to know that there's a potential of that danger. Just because you learn it, just because you read on it, just because you listen to podcasts or courses or whatever you listen to does not guarantee you anything in trading. That's why stop losses are important. That's why take profits are important. Because if you just put money in and let it run, it's going to run all right. And it's probably going to run right away from you into somebody else's pocket. You got to understand the dangers that come with trading so that you're not surprised by them. If you only have a thousand year account and you're willing to risk that whole thousand in one trade because you, you have a strong feeling that this trade is going to work and get you to 10,000, as long as you know that's the risk before you put that trade in, you do you play. I'm not asking you to redo how you trade or how much you risk. All I'm asking you to do is to at least I'm just asking you to at least respect the fact that there are risks and tell yourself out loud what those risks are. And if it sounds a little too risky, maybe you should relook at it, scale it back a little bit. And if you're okay with the risk you just said out loud and processed in your head, then go ahead and take that trade. Now I got a little bit into it, but as dangerous as that might have made trading sound, there are ways you can protect yourself. You can protect yourself by only trading certain risk to reward. So maybe you do have a 1 to 2.5, which means in terms of money, for every $100 you risk, you have a chance of winning 250 And the benefit of doing that versus a 1 to 1 or higher is the simple fact that if I lose two trades... Or if I lose two and a half trades, so I have two trades and then I cut my losses early on a third one. All I need to do is win one to be back break even. So like I said, if you're winning 50% of your trades, so for every one you lose, you're winning one. Let's just say we did 20 trades. 10 of them, we lost $100. That's 1000 But for the other 10, we won 250 That's 2500 Take that 2500 subtract that 1000 and you just made an extra 1500 in profit. This is why it's important to use risk management. Risk management can make or break you. It can help you stretch the money that you have. The goal is not to flip the money as quick as you can. Now, that can be your goal once you become experienced in trading. 
But in the beginning, what you're trying to figure out is how you can get the most trades in as possible with the amount of money that you have available to risk so that you can gain that experience. Some people gain it quicker than others. But you won't know until you keep trading and keep learning from your loss. Yes, you can demo. Yes, you can backtest, but it's nothing like the real thing. And for me, that's the reason why I just forward test. Backtesting didn't help me because I couldn't erase the fact in my mind that I knew what price was doing. Um, demos didn't help me because I was risking unrealistic amounts of money than what I was trading with. So it made me a little more risky and gave me the wrong idea of what I could do with the money I could do. One thing that taught me exactly what I needed was forward testing. Whether I can only put $100, $150 in, I was comfortable with losing it. But I wanted to see how I can get the most trades out of it. Because think about it. If you practice only risking 10% of $100, yeah, you might not get a lot of profits when you win. And you're not losing a lot when you lose. But now let's say you have a $100,000 account. Risking 10% of that brings you a lot bigger profit. So it's never about, the goal of trading is never about how much money you're getting from it. It's about just mastering trading altogether. You can always increase your lot size. But if you don't, if you don't master trading, you, the money will not come. You can't chase the money and hope trading comes after that. You have to master trading and the money will come after that. And that's guaranteed. And then the next thing is going to be outside of risk management is stop losses and take profits. Stop loss just make sure you don't lose more than you're comfortable with. And for me personally, I don't set my stop losses based on money. I decide, I determine my lot size based on how many pips I'm willing to risk. So for me, just to give an example, for me personally, I use TradingView to set up my trades and then I go put them into MetaTrader. And when I'm watching my trade, I watch it through TradingView strictly so that my psychology doesn't get thrown off by seeing the money amounts. So what I do is I go ahead and weigh out the risk to reward in TradingView before I ever put in a trade. I go ahead and determine, you know, set up my psychological levels, find trends, trend lines, set my trading alerts for when price reach certain areas. And if I see a trade set up to where I know what price I want to get in. I already have my alert set. I have where my stop loss is going to be. I have where the take profit is going to be. And when you have those, you all, you're already one step ahead. When it comes to trading, most of the work is done before the trade. Once you're in the trade, it's already over. You're just waiting to see what the results are. It's like cooking chicken. Like you season it and everything. All the work is really done before you ever put it in the fryer to finish itself off, before you ever put it in the oven or however you cook your chicken, on the grill, whatever. All the work is done before. And that's exactly how trading is too. So for me, I go ahead and set that and I have an alert right where I'm in there so I know when to get in. What I do is I actually go to this website which, if anybody's interested in it, just let me know. But basically, when I go to that website, I'm able to put my position size in. And basically, what it has me do is put what pair I'm in. And it's for standard, which is 1 to 100. So, 
or one one to fifty. Don't quote me on that one. Um, I'm not hundred percent sure what standard is, but you put in the pair that you want. You put how much money you're going to risk, and then you put how many pips your away your stop loss is, and then it calculates your lot size for you. So no, I don't use the same lot size every time, but I do risk the same amount of money every time. And I make my money stretch over however big my stop loss is. So if my stop loss is 100 pips, I'm let's say I'm risking 500 bucks. That 500 is going to be spread out over 100 pips, which means instead of doing a one lot size, I might be doing a 0.5 or a 0.3. And then in some pairs, if my stop loss is a little bit tighter, I'm spreading that same $500 over it. So it allows me to do a bigger lot size. And that's how I determine my lot size and my risk and my stop loss. But some people say not to. I'm not trying to tell anybody how to trade. I'm just trying to give you a base to create the best trading experience for you. If you know that trading is for you. I don't want anybody who trading is just not for. Like God just gifted you and destined you to do something else. Don't waste your time trading. Like. Go do what you're destined to do. Because you have to love this to succeed. This ain't this isn't like a job. You can't just fake show up and then get results. You have to really put in the work. Not just on the charts, but off the charts too. Create better habits. Read. Work out. Eat better. Because the better you feel, the more in touch with your mind and mental. You know, if you feel like you have an abuse, a substance abuse problem. Try to work towards getting off that. And when you feel like doing something, read a book or something like that. Because the more in tune you get with your mind, the better your results will be. Because you'll have better control over it. But stop loss is really up to you if you want it. I recommend it 150%. Because especially if you work like how I work, you can't always see what price is doing. You don't always have that luxury of time to just sit and look at the charts. So it's better for you to have something that's like, if it gets to this point, take me out whether I can see it or not. Now I do set alerts when it gets close to my stop loss and close to my take profit or partial profits. And that's how I get notified because I don't want to sit around having to look at my computer every couple of seconds or look at my um, laptop or iPad. And you know, scalpers might not have this problem because they literally just sit aside a certain amount of time and trade whatever they can trade in that time and then come back to it the next day. But as far as intraday traders and swing traders, especially intraday, like when you're getting in trades that play out over a matter of hours and sometimes days, like you're going to be looking a lot more than the person who knows he's holding it for two, three weeks or a month. And you're going to be looking at it way more than the person who traded for an hour straight in front of their computer and left no trades in by the time they left it. So I guess that point is more so for the intraday, but if you want to use, I recommend it for every type of trading. And then for a take profit, you don't want price to get all the way up somewhere and then reverse on you while you're in there. So find a psychological level, find a point price went before, you know, find somewhere on the Fibonacci retracement if you use that and make that a take profit. So when price gets to that point, it secures the money you made instead of leaving that money at risk. Because every... Every time you're in the market, whatever money you have in there is at risk. Even when it's in your direction, it's still at risk. You can be up five grand and end up losing it all 
if you stay in the market for too long and it reverses on you. So you want to protect your profits the same way you want to protect yourself from loss as well. And the safe, another safeguard is just, you just got to be willing to do the things to, that you need. So you got to be willing to make rules even though you want that freedom. And that's probably the hardest part because when you pick the trade and you think of the freedom and the fact you have to create a set of rules for it, it kind of conflicts in your brain. You know what makes it easier for me? I tell myself I'm going to have to follow rules in life regardless. Would I rather create them for me or would I rather have somebody else do it? And then it made it a whole lot easier for me to create a trader plan of rules because I'd much rather listen to myself than somebody else. And people with the unwillingness to create rules create problems for themselves in trading. And it's just not going to work if you can't get that part done. Second problem a lot of people see in trading is failure to take responsibility. And I don't just mean half-assed responsibility. Like after you lost your whole account, you're like, well, I'm the one who put the money in and stuff. No, you got to accept all that responsibility before the trade even starts. This is another part of what I mean. Just like cooking that chicken, all the work is done before you put it in the fryer. Once it come out the fryer, it's done. We all know what the fryer gonna do to it. It's gonna fry it up. That's how you gotta look at the market. You gotta do all the work, season that trade up way before it's put in, so that when you put it in, you just getting the results. You just getting the results of if what you put on that trade works or not. Just like people who just getting out, they learning how to season the chicken, so. When they get the results, they figure out if that chicken works and it tastes good or if it's dry or if it don't got no flavor or whatever the case may be with the chicken until they realize, until they find a way to consistently make that chicken good every time that they do it. The same way we're trying to make sure our trades have the highest chance of being the best every time we put them in, even though we know losses come with that. But when I say take responsibility, I mean in the sense of just take control of everything in your life. Even some of the things that you feel like you aren't responsible for. You feel me? Like if somebody speeds up and cuts you off, you could take you take responsibility of saying, you know what? I probably was going a little slow. Maybe they're having a bad day. I'm going to let them have it. And not allowing yourself to get off track. Taking responsibility is understanding where... In every situation, even situations where you can play the victim, that you're not going to play the victim, and you're going to figure out what you could do next time you're in that situation, or from now on, that will help you out. Because with trading, you got to understand, you're your own boss, you're the only person putting in trades, you're the only person who's affected by the results or anything that you do in your trading, so you also have to take responsibility for everything that's happening in your life. Now, I'm not saying overtake your religion or whatever the case may be. If you have a God or believe in a God, we all know that he first. My God is definitely first. But I mean, so yeah, there are certain things that you might not have, but everything that you can take responsibility for, take responsibility for it. If you feel yourself about to be the victim, if you feel yourself ranting to somebody about, yeah, this person did this to me just to get kind of a sad answer from them or basically to get them to be like, yeah, you're going through it. Relook at the situation. Try to pull a positive out of a negative. Yeah, it sucks that they did that to you, but take responsibility for it happening in your life to you. There's millions of people on this earth. 
So you got to look at everything that happens to you as in something you could have done better or done worse or just done in general to have made that thing happen and learn from it. You got to take that full responsibility from there. Next problem had people have they people come into trading and they have addiction for random boards. Trading is not gambling. Being in the market is not gambling. Now it can seem like it to somebody who knows nothing about it and they're just in here putting money in based off what they read on somewhere online from somebody who they don't know, who they don't trust. They just read it somewhere and they put their money in there. Now it can seem like gambling to people like that. And that is where it gets bad. The same way people get addicted to really gambling, if you're trading the wrong way, if you don't have the knowledge, if you didn't take the time to read about it, you didn't take the time to study about it, and you didn't take time to study the psychology, you will fall into the trap of being addicted. Imagine the first time you trade, you put $100 in, and by the end of the week, you're at 10 grand. Now, to start the beginning of the week, you're at 10 grand, and by Wednesday, you're back down to 100. Yes, you just lost a lot of money, but some people get addicted to that random reward. Some people will keep trading that $100 because they know at some point they'll get 10,000 again. And if you don't make the effort to develop a plan and you don't make the effort to check your psychology when it gets out of whack, not just in trading, but in your life as well, you will find that you never master trading. You get a random reward here, then you lose a whole bunch of money, and then you possibly get another reward as well. And that's just something, you know, it's not going to help you at all. You're going to be stuck in a circle of inconsistent trading because you don't care about trading. You're more addicted to the reward. That's why you really got to make sure you have a love for trading. You have a love for the markets. And if you don't, Start thinking, start pretending that you do. It takes 21 days to form a habit. If you pretend that you like something long enough, you might start liking it. And if you can't even make yourself like it, then it's just not for you. Like, it's just not for you. I didn't love trading when I first found out about it. But the more that I read about it, the more work I did on it, the more time I spent studying it, the more I grew to love it. And now I love it to the point where I can't see my life without it. I don't know how I've been doing this young without knowing about trading this whole time. Last problem that people have is external versus internal. And that's part of taking responsibility. Remember, you can never control the, some of the things that happen to you. You can't control how somebody talks to you, what they say to you, how they make you feel. But you can control how you feel about it and how you think about it, just like the charts. You can't control what the market is going to do. And the more you think you can, the more hurt you're going to be when it does the opposite. But you can control how you view each loss. For me, I have a win percent in trading of 100%. And I don't. that doesn't mean that I win 100% of my trades. Because my trading plan is only about 50 to 60% right over a certain amount of trades. But what I mean by that is... In my own definition, I don't. I consider a loss failure that you don't learn from. The only time I ever take a loss is when I failed at something I wanted, is when I failed at something and didn't learn from it. And that's the definition I have of it in life and in trading. For me, failure is nothing but experience. 
And when I win in trading, I make money. So when it comes to me trading, either I win money or I win pips or I win profits, whatever you want to call it, I win. And when I look, even when I lose a trade, I win experience. That's what you got to understand. If you do something in trading long enough and lose enough money, you're going to learn from it. You're going to have no choice or you're just going to go broke and fall off of trading anyway. So you have to learn from the things you do. And that's why I can't view a losing trade as a loss for me. Yeah, I lost a little bit of money, but the experience I gain is going to help me make that money back times 10 or times 20. So me viewing it that way help me create myself a winning attitude. So even when bad things happen or undesirable things happen in my actual life outside of trading, like I view it with the idea of what positive can I pull from that? What can I learn from that? Now, everything you can't learn from. Sometimes you have to go through how you're feeling at that time, but sometimes you can position it a little differently for yourself. So you don't look at it so bad, you know? What you gotta understand, it's positive people who think they can make something happen are normally right. And people who are a little more negative and always feel like they can't do something, they're normally right too. So which person are you going to be? And that's going to wrap up this podcast. i see you guys next time. I wish you all the best in whatever endeavors that you partake in.